Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Thursday night to you. I'm going to be hanging out for the next four hours. This is when I get started. 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm being joined by my main man holding it down, Jack Stern. And I'm being joined by every single one of you all. Everybody listening all over North America. And we got a lot to do. Tons, Thursday night football is going on right now. I think they're trying to play football. The Carolina, well, keep the music playing. I love my music. Let it play. There we go. The Carolina Panthers, right now they are ahead of the Falcons, 13-3. It's in the third quarter. It's rainy. It's ugly. And that's uh, an appropriate description of the football. We'll talk about this game as it concludes. These Atlanta Falcons, man, they are... uh, I don't know. My friends here in Atlanta, I'll just tell you this. They're fool's gold. Everybody knows they need a quarterback. Marcus Mariota is already throwing an interception or he's thrown one. And this is just a battle of the bums. I'm sorry. It just so happens to be that the Carolina Panthers are a little bit further down the the standings than the Falcons are. We'll talk about this game when it concludes. Shout outs to all my friends in Rochester, New York. Later on in the show, I'll also... We'll we'll play some audio with you from my Media for the Movement tour stop at the University of Rochester. Everybody in Western New York, absolutely amazing. Josh Allen, his elbow, still looks like a problem. LeBron James, it appears that this man has tweaked his groin again. It's like every year at this latter stage of his career, it's his groin. Now it is again. Matthew Stafford. His wife had some issues or took issue with the NFL that he has entered into concussion protocol. If things couldn't get worse for the Rams, well, here it is. Things are always bad for the Raiders. They have a couple of players that have gone on uh, IR, on the IR. Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. And it's been a busy day. The Colts, it seems like every day there's a new defense and there still is another one. And then we even had news today that a team that's in the process of being sold or being explored to be sold, the Washington Commanders, like they're legitimately being sued by the Attorney General of Washington, D.C. You can't make this stuff up. And they're not just suing the Washington Commanders. They're going to be suing the team, the NFL, and they got Goodell on there too. Might as well, right? It's a trifecta. And so we'll get into that in a few minutes. Before I do anything, it's a simple question. Jack Stern, how are you, my man? I'm doing well, except for the fact that daylight savings time, JR, is starting to mess with my head. I feel like they should call it daylight losing time because now it's starting to get dark at 4.30 in the afternoon. And I can't believe it's going to be that way back here on the East Coast in New York until February. No one is forcing you to stay in New York. You know that, right? 
I do know that. Maybe you can rent a condo out next door to you for you, for you, Jr. I'll reimburse you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I want I want my main man Jack to get some sunlight, and and we'll work on that for him. As I mentioned. We're here for the next four hours. If you want to holler at me, it's simple. We got a phone number. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can find me. I am online everywhere. That is at JR Sport Brief. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And we just put out a, a, a tweet here letting you know everything that we'll discuss. So if you follow me, you'll already know. Let's get this sad sack of a franchise team out the way if you thought things were bad with the Washington Commanders when you had your owner like suing elderly ticket holders if you thought things were bad with the Washington Commanders when your owner refused to change the name until we had a a catastrophe a tragedy here in the United States of America if you thought that things were bad when the cheerleaders were paraded around like pieces of meat. You know it's bad when the attorney general, where the hell you play, is coming for you. When you actually have a lawsuit coming your way against Roger Goodell, the team, Daniel Snyder, the NFL, and the commissioner of the league, Roger Goodell, like, what? whoa, what are we doing here? How often do you hear about a, a district attorney waking up and saying, this team needs to get got? I mean, if this was the reality, then I'm sure the attorney general of the state of New York would have sued the New York Knicks a long time ago. Actually, make them be a decent basketball team. What are you suing them for? For being absolute garbage and trash. It'd be nice. Maybe some of these teams would be held to a higher standard where they actually have to go out and, I don't know, run a a decent franchise. And that's one of the reasons why Washington is being sued right now, because they're not a decent franchise. They haven't been a decent franchise. And so they filed a civil lawsuit basically saying that the team and the NFL – colluded to deceive fans and everybody who lives in the District of Columbia about the league's investigation into the team's toxic workplace. You might recall Dan Snyder and the commanders were fined $10 million. How they treated their employees. I can go up and down the ranks. Sexual harassment and just that that's just the start and so he's basically saying that they've tried to cover this up just to prop up the team so they can continue to make money so they could continue to take advantage of fans i can never remember anything like this this is unprecedented a matter of fact Here's the Washington, D.C. Attorney General detail the accusations. Carl Racine. We allege that Mr. Snyder lied to D.C. consumers when he denied knowing anything, anything about the allegations of a hostile work environment and culture 
of sexual harassment. He directed his employees to create voyeuristic videos of partially clad cheerleaders from calendar shoots, from footage that the cheerleaders had no idea even existed. When Mr. Snyder was told about allegations of male executives and employees making unwanted sexual comments and propositions toward other employees, he was often dismissive. And you know the trick. He blamed repeatedly the victims. Damn. Lawyers are good. Well, some of them. They always know how to paint a picture. The good lawyers always make you go, damn, at the end of the statement. And everything, if you pay attention. Well, you don't have to pay attention deeply to the Washington commanders. I, I hope you wouldn't. The The football has been subpar and the organization is also trash. But if you ever hear anything, all you hear is negativity. What is the most positive thing that you've ever heard about the Washington commanders? And I'd say, I don't know. 20 years. What is the most positive thing that's happened to this organization and this franchise since Daniel Snyder took over? I can go down a laundry list of terrible things. If I have to think about a football decision, what about Albert Hainsworth? If I have to think about the team name, what about him swearing up and down for years that he would never change the name? It took George Floyd being murdered and and change, air quotes, all over the country for him to do so. Sponsors saying it's time for you to change the damn name. Daniel Snyder has been a blot. He's been a black cloud. Just over this organization. And to be sued on the way out the door? This is almost the icing on the cake. He needs a good boot on the way out. And this is a civil lawsuit, not a criminal one. This is the attorney general now explaining the decision to sue. The National Football League and its commissioner, Roger Goodell, Mr. Snyder and the commanders misled the public about what was being done to address the allegations of harassment and the toxic culture that the commanders maintained. They did all of this to hide the truth, protect their images, and let the profits continue to roll. That's why we're suing Mr. Snyder, the commanders, the National Football League, and the commissioner, Roger Goodell. Because you can't lie to DC residents in order to protect your image, your profits, and get away with it, no matter who you are. Oh. NFL, we're coming for you. We don't care if you're the NFL. We don't care if you're the Washington Commanders. We're going to sue you. You mistreat the fans. You lie to them. You deceive them. We're going to sue you. Part of it is true. Well, almost everything that he said is true. Isn't this what teams do? If you have to think about the Washington Commanders, have they have they let anyone know why Dan Snyder was suspended forced to be away from the team did the NFL actually detail why outside of saying that it is a toxic work environment 
why this this man was fined $10 million? Do we know exactly why he's selling the team? We can all assume so. Here, look, I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I can't tell you the merit of this lawsuit. Is it going to be able to stand? I like the idea. I like the premise, though. An organization, a league, they flim-flam the fans, and the fans spend their hard-earned money, and they, they, they get disaster, or they get a disaster of a product. The fans should get their money back, right? It is sports. You're going to win, you're going to lose. There's, there's no guarantee that you're going to show up and, and spend your hard-earned cash for a game and that the team is going to win. There's no guarantee there. But are you being deceived away from the game, away from the lines? Is the organization running your bills up and taking you for a ride? We care about our fan base. We're trying to do our best. Meanwhile, they're just the giant frat house is that is that gonna stand up in a court of law I don't know I don't think so but as I mentioned I love the idea these teams are supposed to be uh, a representative of the city these teams are supposed to belong to the fans the owners are supposed to be just And if you own a sports franchise, if you own a team, and you're taking the fans for a ride, can the city sue? I guess the answer is yes. Are they going to make money in return? I I don't know about that. And so, of course, Daniel Snyder, he has his lawyers on speed dial. You heard from the attorney general. And the Washington commander's official response is, for over two years, the Snyders acknowledged that an unacceptable workplace culture had existed within their organization for several years. And they have apologized many times for allowing that to happen. We agree with the attorney general on one thing. The public needs to know the truth. Although the lawsuit repeats a lot of innuendo, half-truths, and lies, we welcome this opportunity to defend the organization for the first time in a court of law and to establish once and for all what is fact and what is fiction. Whatever lawyer wrote that earned their money. Daniel Snyder needs to give them a different raise for being so damn dramatic. You got to love a lawyer, a lot of drama, a lot of entertainment, better than Judge Judy, better than the people's court. This is the NFL. And one of their own teams and franchises is currently being sued by the city that they represent. Washington deserves better than this. If Daniel Snyder could sell the team tomorrow, just drop it off to Jeff Bezos. Give him the keys and let's keep it moving. It's not the easiest thing to do, but the process, I wish it was. This is going to be a cliff note on Daniel Snyder's way out the door. This is going to be a speck as he exits. He's going to sell the team. He'll make his money, 
He'll disappear. The fans in Maryland, in Virginia, in D.C. will hate his guts. And this will be nothing but a mention. But I'll tell you again, it would be nice if we had other cities across the country that were able to sue their local teams because they shoveled fans a lot of crap. Washington is just the first example here. There's always something. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, I want to tell you about some, some cities that should sue their local sports team. Are the Indianapolis Colts going to be uh, on this list? I'll, I'll tell you on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. For the first time that, that I can ever, ever remember, we have a city. We have a district. We have a government suing a team for being trash. Of course, it's the Washington Commanders. The Attorney General is like, listen, Y'all are, y'all are being complete jerks. And y'all are doing this under the guise of being a decent organization and the fans are the ones who have to pay for it. Basically, the attorney general in D.C. said, the Washington commanders are a terrible organization that treat people horrible in the workplace and that they are trying to present themselves as something that they are not to make money off of the fans. That's true. It's true. You know, sexual assault cases and investigations and just basically saying that they're a bunch of frauds, which is true. I don't know if you can get money off of it, but this is one hell of a way to go out if you are Daniel Snyder. He should just leave tomorrow, leave next week, hand the team over to, I don't know, a trust. I don't know how this stuff legally works, but he should just exit stage left. Disappear for good. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We got Thursday night football going on right now. And it's ugly for now. The Panthers lead the Falcons 19-9. to About two minutes away from the start of the fourth quarter. Let's go to Flushing, Queens, Flushing, New York, and talk to Manny. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, JR? How you doing, my brother? I'm good. Go ahead. Good, man. Listen, man, I'm not surprised about this Washington news. Any time, like every week, there's another another news that involves with the, with the team and that damn that, that dumbass owner, Snyder. I mean, this is, this is a joke. I've been saying this for years. Daniel Snyder is a, is bad for the biz, is bad for business, not just for for the Washington, the the the, the W of Maryland, the WMB, but I think it's, it's bad for the NFL. More more allegations, sexual assault, harassment. I mean the the, the nickname. I mean you name it now. And now this, this recent news. I mean this team cannot catch a break as long as that as long as Snyder is still in the midst. 
Yeah, he's and I, he's going to be out of the mix uh, sooner than later. And thank you, Manny, for, for calling from Flushing. I think at this point, the attorney general is just, he's just trying to hit the fast forward button. And he's trying to look good while he does it. The this this current attorney general, he's at the end of his term. He believes that the next AG who's going to be sworn in at the top of the year is going to continue this case. Same political party. We can talk about it being politics. It's not a bad way to go out to say, oh, yeah, I was the one who decided to sue the Washington commanders and the NFL. It's like a lot of grandstanding. He might not even think that he'll he'll win a case. And you're going to sue them for what? It's a civil case. How much? How much money are you suing the Washington commanders for? What you want? You want two bill? What, what do you want? A hundred million? What do you want? I don't think this is going to go anywhere, but it certainly makes a statement. And I think it maybe also emboldens uh, some of these other AGs across the country. I mean, does the uh, attorney general for the state of California care about the Kings? I don't know, but if they could, I'd sue. I'd sue Vivek Ranadive. What are you doing? If you think about some other teams that are just mismanaged terribly, I can look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Was the AG down in Florida? Can can we sue? Can we sue them and Shad Khan? And I think I mentioned this one already. The New York Knicks. Dolan, oh my God. Sue him tomorrow. Please. I think the entire state of New York would be on board with that one. Everybody. And I think you can add another team to the mix, and we've talked about this just a a lot over the past few days. It's the Indianapolis Colts. Can the state of Indiana sue them? Jim Ursay, every day he has a new reason as to why selecting Jeff Saturday as his head coach is a is a good idea. I, I don't I don't know what planet he lives on, but he's starting to conti- well not starting, he continues to explain himself. He basically said that there's now a, a learning curve with Jeff Saturday as interim head coach. Listen to Jim Ursay. Yes, there's a maturation curve. Shula was 32 years old. He had three nondescript years with the Detroit Lions before he took over the reins in 1963. No, the game is not different. We don't build rockets to go to Mars. We're not nuclear scientists. That is none of our jobs here. It's a very simple jobs that we do here. Oh, Jim Ursay went from making sausage. I don't know how to make sausage. And now Jim Ursay is talking about we're not building rockets. I love his analogies. They're absolutely amazing. I don't know how sausage is made, but I know how to run a football team. We're not building rockets. And so on the scale of making sausage or sending a man to the moon, running an NFL franchise runs somewhere right in the middle. And I've got to appreciate Jim Ursay for saying as much. He also said that Jeff Saturday... He's experienced enough to be the head coach, even though he has no experience. 
couldn't be more thrilled about having him here. And yes, he is fully experienced enough. Yes, he is fully capable. He's extremely smart. He's ex extremely competitive. He understands the game. Okay. He understands the game. I'm sure he does. He played center in the NFL at a high level. I, I, I'm sure he understands the game. That doesn't make him or mean he's equipped to lead a squad, to, to, to be the man. To, uh, that doesn't mean that. And so at this point, there's a football game coming up. They are going to take on those Raiders. And the Raiders, man, they got their own problems. But the fact is, man, Jeff Saturday is sick of hearing about this. People talking about why did he take the job and you don't have experience. And Jeff Saturday, he basically said, I am here because I care. I love this organization. Because I care. Right. And I told the guys this morning, I care about the players, I care about their families. I've sat in their seat, man. This sucks. Right. I like Frank. I've talked to Frank. We've texted. I love Frank, man. I was working with Frank. Right. So I'm working with him every week, talking to him. I, I consider Frank a friend and I love him. I think he's a heck of a football coach. I got no control over how that. So I understand from their perspective. I've sat in that seat. They love Frank, man. These, that's his that's their coach. I mean, they played for this dude. So uh, I don't minimize that at all. I, I care about the staff and their family. These guys work hard. They sacrifice for their families. They sacrifice time, energy, and effort. Okay. Uh-huh. When a ship is sinking, like the Indianapolis Colts, and you just give them a new captain midway while the ship is sinking, what, well, what difference does it make? The ship is still going down. You got somebody else steering the, the boat to where? Nowhere to the bottom of the ocean? If I got to imagine a boat that's sinking and you got human beings on it, it's, it's now every man and woman and child for themselves. People are climbing all over each other. Somebody wants to survive, and it doesn't matter what's going on next to you. Teamwork goes out the window. I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about me. Survival of the fittest. Jeff Saturday also said that this Colts organization, that it matters to him. Take a listen to what Jeff Saturday had to say. These are my people, bro. Like my adult life was forged here. Like these people matter to me. This organization matters to me, right? The people in the community matter to me. I mean, everybody thinks this is like flippant. This is, this is not. Like I care whatever I can do. And when he said, hey, can you help me? Absolutely, I'll help. Uh, okay. Sure. We know that. That's, that's your friend. That's why you have the job. Because it's your friend. It's your buddy. It ain't going to make no difference, though. I don't think it will. I think the odds are slim that it's going to make a difference. There's no turnaround for the Indianapolis Colts this year. What, they, they got an influx of talent? Are they holding a special NFL draft for the Indianapolis Colts to turn things around? The answer is no. They've been trash all year with Frank Reich. What is Jeff Saturday going to do? Is he going to play center? Is he going to find Peyton Manning and put him in the time machine? Is That's the only way that this Colts team is going to turn things around enough for it to matter. At the same time, I mean, 
they are playing the Raiders next. And so there always is just a, a little bit of hope. And speaking of the Raiders, this is quite ironic. Josh McDaniels, his team is, is typically, well, it is a dumpster fire right now. How the Raiders only have two wins, I will blame uh, on Josh McDaniels because they give away tons of leads. Josh McDaniels talked about the Colts. And Josh McDaniels, he actually had some compliments for him. Take a listen to this. This is a team, second in the division now, been in a ton of close games, um, you know, had one tie and, and a bunch that were right there at the end where they could have won or lost them. So um, excited to obviously be back home after the trip down south, um, you know, and, and get back home and, and uh, really get ready for this one. Okay. That was nice of Josh McDaniels to say. Well, what do you think about the new the new head coach? What do you think about Jeff Saturday? What do you think about the man who is one of the best centers in the NFL over, I'd say, the past 20 years? This is what Josh McDaniels had to say about him. I do know Jeff in terms of the, the person, and I think this guy was a great, great football player. And I, I think he... Um, he knows the game really, really well. I would assume, uh, again, I'm not in their building, so I don't really know, but I would assume that they're going to let the coaches that have been there to coach, you know, and the scheme isn't going to dramatically change on offense, defense, or in the kicking game. Um, and we talked this morning, they're going to be ready to go because uh, Jeff will have them ready to go. You know, he's a football player at heart, uh, he's a football person at heart, and he knows what goes into winning and losing. Oh, yeah, 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 he's a football player. And he's a football person. But damn it, I don't know what he is as a coach because I suck as a coach myself. Good job, Josh McDaniels. Good job. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The Indianapolis Colts and Jim Ursay. Not the only guys or team or organization that has just continued to be in the news over the past several days. Kyrie Irving is still in the news, and we've got even more details about his relationship or the end of his relationship with Nike. And it didn't come from a press release. It came from one of Nike's founders. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We'll talk about that on the other side. The phone lines are open as well. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, we talked about just some of these dysfunctional teams in, in the world of sports, specifically the NFL right now. Yeah, we got. Oh my God, that is that. I did not just see that happen. Oh my God. Oh my God. Marcus Mariota has to find the bench. The Carolina Panthers are loot. Well, excuse me. The Panthers are beating the Falcons twenty-two to nine. It's about eight minutes left in the game. Marcus Mariota was in the process of being sacked. In the process of being sacked, he appeared to be frustrated. And now they'll determine this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Oh, man. This is terrible. So he's frustrated. It's raining. And he seems to throw the ball. He's on his ass. I don't know. He seems to throw the ball in frustration while he's on the ground. Okay. Doesn't count. 
Oh, fourth, good, it doesn't count, good. What a disaster that was. Oh, my God. Bottom line is he threw the ball, and it was intercepted. And if it would have counted, it would have been equal to the butt fumble of Mark Sanchez. But this is still still disastrous. They they are within reason. People ask me all the time why Marcus Mariota is still the quarterback for the Falcons. And the answer always has been is because they're they're doing quote unquote okay. They're coasting right now. They they're fine. Well, they're about to fall a four and six, and they're gonna be fans who wanna put Ritter out there. Ugh. I already know what this is gonna sound like in a few hours, unless there's some type of massive comeback. And people are gonna be ready to send Marcus Mariota out to pasture. What an unfortunate situation. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Mark is here from California. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. JR, what's going on? Um, So, Baker Mayfield, right, it's fallen from stardom the last two years. But there's not a quarterback who's fallen from stardom. But if you take a look at the Green Bay Packers record, they're about to go on a three-game losing streak. They're losing to the Cowboys. The Titans are going to beat them. The Eagles. They also play the Rams, the Dolphins, the Vikings. Which the Vikings game might feel interesting because they want revenge when they got destroyed in that game. But I think the Packers are done. I don't see them even being relevant unless they just go on this three-game win streak, which the Titans, the Eagles, and the Cowboys, you could all sit here and say, all of us, that that's three losable games the way that the Packers have played even though their defense has really kept them in games. They lost by two points to the Commanders. That Buffalo Bill game two weeks ago was very close in the fourth quarter, so 15 points against the Lions. So maybe their defense keeps them in a couple games, but I just don't see offense really moving the chains at all. Yeah, uh, and thank you, Mark, for calling from California. Yeah, we see that. They suck, man. They stink. What it was Aaron Rodgers have some, some secret weapon Wide receivers that we don't know about. They look cooked to me. I don't, I don't need to look at three games. I can look at every game that they've played so far this year. Green Bay Packers are on a one, two, three, four. They're on a five-game losing streak. Are they going to turn things around? Well, Aaron Rodgers, he runs around and he talks like he's not concerned or he's not worried. And, and, and what is he going to say when they're officially eliminated? Is he going to pack it in? Is he going to ask to stay home? Is he going to try to work remotely? What, what, what is he going to try to do? It's like Aaron Rodgers has he, he got more issues with his teammates than he does himself. He's been throwing the wide receivers under the bus all year long. Meanwhile, he wasn't even there for, for every chance and opportunity in OTAs. What you whining about, man? He needs to take some of that $50 million and spread it out. Give it to some of them young guys. Make, make it an incentive-based situation. That you want to wreck them at every chance and opportunity. I think it's good that they stink. I hope he feels the pain, at least on the football side. And then he can go into the offseason and drink some of that magic potion that he loves so much. What, ayahuasca. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he's a he's a trippy dude, man. He's just real trippy. Speaking of trippy, 
We know Kyrie Irving is trippy. Has all of these boxes that he has to check uh, to get back to the NBA, knowing that he's serving at minimum a five-game suspension. Sensitivity training and and meetings. Uh, Adam Silver said what I think most people know and believe, that uh, he's probably not anti-Semitic. He's probably just stupid and, and stubborn. LeBron James has decided to chime in now. And LeBron has his own issues. LeBron says, I told you guys I don't believe in sharing hurtful information. And I'll continue to be that way. But Kyrie apologized and he should be able to play. That's what I think. It's that simple. Help him learn. But he should be playing. What he's asked to do to get back on the floor, I think, is excessive in my opinion. He's not the person that's being portrayed of him. Anyways, back to my rehab session, which LeBron James is dealing with a groin issue. Who's, who or what is, is Kyrie Irving being portrayed as? To me, he's being portrayed as, as ignorant, and I think he did it. If I have to think about how he's being portrayed, I don't, I don't think it's as an anti-Semite. I think it's just as someone who is just, just always digging in and creating problems and issues. It was even a couple of days ago, a week ago to be exact, that Nike said, we don't want nothing to do with this guy anymore. That we're, we're, we're suspending our relationship. Well, to me, that just sounds like the relationship is cooked. It's a wrap. And so Phil Knight, one of the founders of Nike, this man sat down on the squawk box and he basically said, yeah, it's not just a suspension. It's probably curtains, period. This is what he had to say. Kyrie stepped over the line. It's kind of that simple. And uh, so he, he made some statements that we just can't abide by, and that's where we ended the relationship. And, yeah, I, I was fine with that. I was fine with that. Yeah, what do you think, Nike? Nike's going to throw somebody else's name on a shoe and keep it moving. Where's John Morant at? Give John Morant the shoe. And I must tell you, this is the same Kyrie Irving who a few years ago, actually, last year, he was he was criticizing his own shoe. It's the same Kyrie Irving who, when a, a one of his shoes was leaked, he came out and he said it, the shoe was trash. He said he didn't approve. I have nothing to do with the design or the marketing of the Kyrie 8. Nike plans to release it without my okay, regardless of what I say. I apologize to all my sneakerheads and supporters of my brand. This is this is the guy? So you don't think Nike was, was ready to say, hey, goodbye, see you later? I'm not playing basketball. My days are over. I'm not wearing Kyrie Irvings. I, I'm, not, I'm not playing ball. The shoes are very popular. Let me tell you something. Kyrie Irving, he can come and go. Nike isn't going anywhere. And so relationship suspended more than likely relationship over and it's still to be seen whether or not Kyrie Irving is going to return to playing basketball Adam Silver says I don't think he's a 
anti-Semite LeBron James and even Jalen Brown say that his punishment right now is excessive and that he should be able to play. This man has dug himself his own hole. Me personally, I don't, I don't feel sorry for Kyrie Irving because he did it. He opened up his mouth about something that he wasn't fully familiar with, and then he had to backtrack. This is not the first time. This just unfortunately happens to be the biggest and largest incident. You don't think there will be more? If he sticks around, if he's on the team, you don't think there'll be more? The players are standing up for him. But is Kyrie Irving smart enough to stand up for himself? Doesn't seem like it. Always digging himself a hole. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of digging holes, Los Angeles Lakers, they are in a hole. And one of the guys I just mentioned, LeBron James, he's busted up and hurt again. We'll talk about it on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 